Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 988. Health and Happy Couples, The Michelangelo Effect, by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. My name is Greg Audino, and I am here with you each and every day to help you thrive in your relationships with readings from great articles and some of my own commentary and advice peppered in as well. Today, we'll turn to Dr. Diana Kirshner's work as she describes to us what's been coined the Michelangelo Effect. Can't wait to hear about this one. So let's get right into it and start optimizing your life. Health and Happy Couples, The Michelangelo Effect by Dr. Diana Kirshner of lovein90days.com The Mental Health of Happy Couples Ever wonder whether there is better overall health in happy couples or whether there is better psychological and physical health in happy couples compared with unhappy partners? Let's first start with depression, because it affects about 20 million adults in the U.S. alone and is therefore one of the most common diseases. The bad news here is that women are twice as likely as men to suffer from depression. Depression is correlated very highly with other markers of mental health. Researchers using data from the largest national studies ever done found that marriage reduces the blues in both men and women. Here's the skinny. One. In studies of those continuously married versus those single or living together, researchers found that entry into marriage significantly reduces depressive symptoms in women and men. 2. Single and stable women reported increases in depression over a five-year period, while the married women did not. 3. Depression isn't a factor in the decision to get married. In other words, the problem of self-selection and experimental designs doesn't appear to screw up the results. And four, in short, we know now that a stable marriage helps women ward off the blues. Other studies show that when we look at overall mental health, married women are emotionally healthier than singles. What about the argument that marriage is better for men than it is for women? We know that married men are far better off than single men. Granted, men may benefit from marriage even more than women, But those differences can be accounted for by the nature of male single life. The bachelor tends to have more unhealthy habits and is less likely to have emotional social support than the bachelorette. So when he marries, he steps up to a much healthier lifestyle. Single women, on the other hand, are not significantly different in their lifestyles than their married counterparts. So, where do married women suffer relative to singles? In two areas when they are in bad marriages, or when they have kids. It's as simple as that. 
Women in bad marriages report having trouble sleeping, not feeling okay, and being more stressed than gals who say they are in a satisfying marriage. In other words, a woman's emotional health and a happy couple may contribute a lot more to her well-being than we previously thought. Married with Children As to having kids, women with young kids have more stress than women without kids. Duh. Oh, and they feel they have no time for themselves, for self-caretaking, so they report more stress. Duh. Duh. If you're looking to have kids, be prepared for a more stressful life and more of the responsibility. If you are married and one of those lucky few who have a house husband, you'll have more responsibility outside the home then you'll have the privilege of feeling guilty about being a bad mom. There's no winning here, ladies. Stress comes along with young kids and teenagers. If you're a single mother with kids, countless studies have shown that your stress level is much higher than marrieds with kids or singles with no kids. Nonetheless, here's the bottom line. Contrary to myth, being in a happy couple tends to be emotionally uplifting for women. It reduces depression and improves overall mental health. Does it help men even more? Yeah, but what woman didn't know that? The Physical Health of Happy Couples I think the key to understanding some of the conflicting research on marriage, health, and happiness is the variable of marital satisfaction. Many studies simply did not measure marital happiness as part of their experiments or surveys. Of those that did, here's the overview. Bad or unsatisfactory marriages may contribute to health and psychological problems. Being in a happy couple may protect a woman from certain diseases or help her to recover faster if she does get ill. We can't go into all of the studies, so here are a few. A study of long-term marriages in which the partners were unhappy showed that women more than men were likely to suffer from high blood pressure and obesity. Other studies showed that poor marital quality correlated to depression, worsened physical health, poor sleep, and metabolic problems. Yet, I believe that singles with strong social support are almost as satisfied as married women in good relationships. That's because social support and love are probably the key drivers behind the physical and emotional health of happy couples and singles. Women in Happy Couples In comparison studies, women in happy couples had the least atherosclerosis in their arteries and lived much longer if they did have heart disease. They had fewer doctor visits, lower blood pressure than singles or women in unhappy marriages. Studies of long-term couples showed that they report fewer headaches and back pain. Happy couples healed twice as fast from flesh wounds than those who demonstrated hostility toward one another. In fMRI studies of the brain, men and women in long-term marriages showed activation in the areas of the brain associated with dopamine. In other words, happy couples lit up the passion centers as if they were newlyweds. There is no question, then, that the social support of a loving partner contributes to the overall health in happy couples. Bottom line. Marriage by itself is not an answer to all of life's problems. On the other hand, not only is there greater physical and emotional health in happy couples, but recent studies have found other positive effects. They've dubbed them the Michelangelo Effect. You just listened to the post titled, Health in Happy Couples, The Michelangelo Effect, by Dr. Diana Kirshner of loveinnindaydays.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And many thanks to Dr. Diana for informing us once again. Though I can't say that this post is terribly surprising. Love, affection, and closeness in relationships are so imperative to our health as it is. But also, the emphasis that we put on them, simply due to the narratives surrounding them and our cultural impressions of them, causes them to be even more significant parts of how we identify ourselves. And therefore, what causes how we feel about ourselves, our impressions of ourselves. And because of the strong connection between body and mind, we'll worry ourselves sick over something we've been taught is important. Doesn't matter if it actually is or not. But relationships are. They're how we've always survived. And they're even more romanticized in how we talk about them. So, yes, they are critical to our health, top to bottom. And while this shouldn't encourage anyone to settle or marry just for the sake of marrying, and it shouldn't stress anyone out for not having found the right person, it should at least inspire us to foster relationships with those who we are naturally close with, like family and friends. So, thanks to Dr. Diana for that article, and thank you for being here, everybody. We have reached the end, but you can come on back tomorrow, where we'll have another doctor in the house, not a big deal, Dr. Margaret Rutherford and she'll be sharing a piece on how to stop comparing ourselves to others. All that on tomorrow's show, where your optimal life awaits.